This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome back after buzzers. We're here for the Killing Eve after show season finale, season two, episode eight, Your Mine. We're talking Aaron Peel. We're talking MI5 and what they really want. And we're talking, well, you know, even Villanelle had their first fight ever. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, party people? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome back. Oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. That episode was crazy. Mm-hmm. So crazy. All right, you guys. Well, I'm your host, Erica Edwards. Unfortunately, Haley isn't here, so I'm filling in. But we ha- still have the wonderful and amazing Delia. What's up, guys? Hey. hey. Hey, hey, So we're talking the season finale tonight, but stay tuned because we still have, you know, our special segment <laughs> and news and gossip. Yes. Um... Oh my God! This I wasn't that surprised by a lot of the storylines. I think some of these predictions we made the last episode, but wow, mm-hmm. what a finale! What did you think? I so was like, it was like it's super intense. The first ten minutes we were watching it, you and I were like, "What? What is going on?" Like you guys better keep rewinding it because we couldn't right. believe what was happening with like Aaron Peel and the whole like beginning. We were like, "What is going on?" I was kind of shocked with Aaron Peel and like her finding out all these things about him and. It was just, it was so good. I loved it. I loved this episode so, so much. Yeah. Now, what is interesting is, uh, let me ask you this, kind of like what he's, like what um, Villanelle said in the in the beginning. Do you think Aaron Peel wanted her to see those movies? Because it was kind of easy for her to get on that computer. So it kind of seems like they should be both be smart enough to be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of think, after I thought about it, yes, I do think that he probably left it easier for her to find it. But I was still shocked that he would really, really know that Villanelle was going to be, like, in par with him. Like, to be, like, both of them being psychopaths and killers. Well, that's the question. Do you think that he kind of found out some kind of way through his mystical magic who she really is? Because he was really quick to be like, okay, work for me. Mm -hmm. Like, he knew she was a killer all along. And he didn't 
totally buy that philosophy thing, right. major. Well, I was wondering that because before Eve barges in, they were having a conversation. She was like laughing and he was saying like Russian. That's a good one that you have like accents wise. So I don't know what she was telling him beforehand that I was like, okay, maybe they were discussing it or something because when Eve barges in, that's when he was really like, what's going on? Like you guys know each other. And I think that's when it started to click for him, right? Kind of. Like... I think he rec- clearly he recognized Eve, but he never seemed that surprised. Right, right. So that was the part that was unclear, at least to me. Um, it'll be interesting to see what people say in the comments. If he kind of, if you know, she had revealed who the, she was yeah. at that point. She was. It seemed like you said, like she had already dropped her accent, her fake accent, or mm-hmm. whatever. So it seemed like she had revealed something to him. Yeah. Which um, which is kind of what I thought was going to play out a little bit the last episode. And I really did think last time that uh, she was probably going to kill Aaron Peel yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And it was interesting because I don't think that she was that upset that he was a serial killer. Yeah. Like, she was just like, oh, okay, this, these videos are boring or whatever. <laughs> and uh, But I think she didn't... Do you think she chose to kill him over Eve? Yeah, I, I do. In, in my opinion, that's how I took it. Because she could have killed him, like you said, in the last episode, or had the chance to kind of spring it on him at any time in this hotel. Right. Whenever she wanted to. But it was just when she had to make a choice, she went with killing Peel instead. So I was like, oh, okay. But I don't know. I don't know. This is like a- I, I kind of thought that, too, because I think she was like, okay... I have I can have everything I want. And I think part of her is weighing her options and you know, like he is even though he's a psychopath and would accept her, he's still a jerk. Yeah. And he still was like, Okay, come work for me. So I was kinda like, Okay, does that mean he's not gonna date anybody else? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What does he mean? There's no one else. Like, is he going to fire the ghost? Like, yeah. what did, exactly did he mean? There's no other her- serial, you know, hit killers, hitmen or women that I'm hiring or that we're going to be in a relationship. Yeah, because also Villanelle doesn't do well with someone like Aaron because he's so controlling and dominating that you have to give Villanelle. If you're going to hire her an assassin, you got to let her have her, her space and her freedom to roam around and do whatever she wants kind of what Constantine does sort of like setting her up but not really telling her you have to do it this way or this way I feel like Aaron is very much like micromanaging well that as well as I felt like he was offering her more than first he said come work for me right but then he was like I'll give you everything which I don't know ladies everything to me means a relationship and everything that goes with it like all the money Money. All the clothes. So it's not like you're just getting a check. And uh, to me, like, that is kind of really 
more so the deal breaker because he's like you're right like on top of just how he would probably manage you he was just he's just been a jerk to date anyway yeah. like telling her what to wear and how to eat i mean who you know eve would eat candy with her like <laughs> yeah. i can't imagine yeah. like it's a clear obvious choice like who yeah. would you choose exactly so that was interesting and i kind of love the way uh you know she was like okay do you want to watch and he kind of smiled at the end because you know, he, he enjoys watching death, obviously. Yeah, I think that was definitely, that was the only time I saw him officially have some sort of arousal or excitement the whole time I've met him was when he, she was like, you want me to kill her? And he was like, yes, finally, yes. And I was like, ew, it's gross. You get off while killings, but okay. All right, that explains why you're so weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that surprised with it because clearly so he has a voyeur issue, yeah. like with the taping of everyone and yeah. watching everything. And, you know, so he clearly has some voyeurism type tendencies. And then when, um, you know, so that was clearly a thing. And then when, you know, she saw that he was actually watching people, I was like, get murdered. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe the ghost gave him little tapes or something. I don't yeah. know. That would be interesting <laughs> to know. Like, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Eric, I love your imagination. How you just, like, go there, girl. And I like that. The nice of my housekeeper was like, all right, well, here's a tape of him having a little heart oh, attack. So, God. you know, I did my job. You know, stuff That's like so that. Crazy. Um so yeah, so that opening scene was crazy mm-hmm. and killer. And uh, you know, so they you know, so Eve and Villanelle um escaped together. Um so that or that whole thing was just uh totally, totally astonishing. Yeah. Um now oh, and one last question on that. When she says gentlemen, mm-hmm. do you think that Villanelle was somehow setting Eve up like Eve seems to think or do you feel like she was genuinely in trouble see at first I really did think she was in trouble because the way they the show took us it felt like right. she was scared right it was it wasn't until the final ending of the episode that we realized she had a gun and all this stuff like on her and I'm like alright did you really need her? Because now I feel very confused and I think that's a very typical Villanelle like we'd never know what her plan Right. So now what I thought at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought first I thought the reverse. So when I was watching the episode um, and uh, Eve breaks in and she's like laughing and chit chatting or whatever, and she kills Aaron Peel, I was like, oh, okay, she's not at risk. But then when it came oh. down to it, she saw that picture of Raymond. So had Raymond come to lunch, he would have killed her. Right. So she knew Raymond. She knew Raymond was like the cleanup man from the 12. So I think actually it was a legitimate, you know, cry gentleman. for help, yeah. gentleman, to get her out. Um, it just obviously went awry. Yeah. But I thought that like once they tied in, because I was, cause remember we went back and I was like, who is this a picture of? Do we know him? <laughs> yeah. And then later on it's revealed that it's Raymond. And yeah. then she's like, well, why would they have this nobody like you come talk to him? And that's when I realized, okay, so had Raymond showed up at dinner, she would have been dead. Exactly. So that was actually an actual call yeah. for help and not totally, you know, even though Eve seems to think it's her manipulating. Um, it was intentional. The the dropping of the word gentleman, even though yeah, she let it play right, her or off. she wasn't trying to. You know, yeah. I think she tried to make it like, oh, it was just a play and ha yeah. ha ha. But I think it was, it was a legitimate, yeah. you know, um, 
safe word or whatever because I think she was in danger and she realized it yeah. when she saw Raymond. So I, I thought that was um, that was valid right. by the end. But it took a while to kind of get there because I was like, wait, what is Bill now doing? <laughs> and then, uh, so let's talk Eve and MI5 and I think it's MI5 or MI6. Yeah. MI5, I think. And uh, let's go with that. And uh, Carolyn and Hugo. Uh, so... What do you think about her leaving Hugo? I, okay, so I was kind of shocked that she did because that wasn't, that wasn't something she would do, but she was, she's so obsessed with Villanelle and Villanelle very clearly was saying gentlemen that she freaked out and was like, I need to get to her that it, 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 it sucks for Hugo because he's kind of been there with her the whole time. So I was kind of like shocked that she would just leave him bleeding out, not even try to call help or anything. Were you shocked or you were not surprised? No, I was absolutely shocked. What was to me what was interesting was that she left Hugo there bleeding and then yeah. she eventually crumpled up the note. So literally <laughs> he probably was gonna die. And then to me it's like, okay, you decide to be all in, but then later she's acting all, oh my god, oh my god, flaky and stuff. And yeah. I was like, You left your coworker to die. Like yeah. 20 minutes ago Mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden you're turned off by death and you don't and I don't even understand yeah yeah. like now all of a sudden you you know you're so conscious and upset about stuff but it's like Hugo was someone that you just slept with the other day so and you left him on the floor bleeding so that part was interesting to me how she sort of had this sort of not quite split personality but she could sort of Flip flop like that because yeah. at one at one I mean I get that she was torn she didn't really want to leave mm-hmm. Hugo blah 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 <laughs> but at the end of the day you did yeah. you know what I'm saying and you kind of felt guilty a little bit later because Villanelle was so light about it or whatever but you left him yeah and uh, so that was really interesting to see her make that decision yeah. and I love the part with when the hitman like asked her out how cute is that <laughs> that was like my favorite part of this entire episode like Sandra Oh was hilarious just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like just you can see the panic on her but also trying to be cool like I just thought she was brilliant in that scene it, she was so good yeah it was great <laughs> I mean that's what I maybe I need to go to London because I was like you can just give me somebody anywhere like <laughs> She is. She picks up. She's like, she gets it. I mean, she has a husband. She's sleeping with coworkers. You know, yep, she's picking up people like just at the front desk. I mean, mm. she is on it in London. So that <laughs> is really interesting. And I honestly, the whole time when they were like, uh, when they first went Villanelle. And Eve were first walking through the city and stuff. I was like, that guy's going to come back for his date. Like, the whole time. I was like, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> so true. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was coming back. But he did not. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Eve meets with Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when she comes back to the room, everything is clean. And she meets with Carolyn. And kind of... It's implied, which I kind of thought this last episode really a lot that I was because Carolyn has always been suspect to me. Mm. And this whole thing about them putting Villanelle in certain situations and you know that she's a psychopath, you know that she's she's a killer for a living. That always seemed suspect to me. Like, really, this is the only person you can get to talk to him like that doesn't even really make sense if you don't have an underlying purpose. Uh, so it was interesting the sort of reveal mm-hmm. that Eve and Villanelle were kind of used to kill him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I think we had predicted that a little bit, knowing that 
Eve and Villanelle, we didn't really quite know who the boss was or who the main order of operations was coming from. We kind of had suspicions it was going to be from Carolyn just because of her work with Constantine. But uh, I got to say, I wasn't shocked. I was shocked about Hugo, though, that he was part of like the cleanup committee. And- well, no, Kenny is the one that's part of oh, the ki- Ken- okay. Kenny, her so son, was, the one that like, got fired. Oh, okay, okay, so then I got that wrong. So I'm yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So Kenny. yeah, though I was very confused about that. I was like, why would Hugo be part of that? So no, actually, yeah, no. The thing was because remember, I think it was the last episode. Kenny tried to warn her. Oh, right. Remember, he was like, "I'm working on something," yeah. and then his mother or somebody kind of cut him off. Mm-hmm. So I always knew that it was that they probably had some sort of bad plot for Eve, you know, and Kenny was trying to warn her but couldn't really. Or Do you she think gr- Carolyn is actually trying to make villain, I mean, um, to make Eve into an assassin? Do you feel like she's trying to push her in that direction? I didn't think about that. Um, if not, I feel like they're definitely going to cut her loose and right. let the 12 or whoever's out there, Aaron's people or whoever's gunning for them, get them. Like, I think that she's definitely... Uh, sort of withdrawing government, any yeah. sort of government protection for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe. I guess that would be an interesting twist for the next yeah. season. You know what I'm saying? Because now that Eve has killed someone, you right. know. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't like, think about that. It's like yeah. pushing, like, you're pu- like if you were pushing me with, to hang out with a serial killer at some point, like my psyche isn't going to be great and we're just going to be like, eventually I'm going to be a little bit unedged and you can probably maneuver me and and change me up a little bit with the psychology I guess. Yeah, exactly, exactly and it's really interesting because I felt like Carolyn was kind of sort of the typical, or how you imagine or you hear conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. about government and they want certain people killed and then, but they don't want it kind of to fall back on the government so that was really interesting but i kind of got that vibe from her all along because it was never really clear whose side she was on or whatever and it'll be interesting i think when maybe next season when we get more of a glimpse of who the 12 really are Mm -hmm. because i have a feeling that you know uh, who knows it's one of the 12 could be in the government we don't know Mm -hmm. um so that whole interaction between carolyn and Eve was really interesting. And so Eve, at that moment, chose to go back for Villanelle. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's the part that I think I find so confusing is because she chooses Villanelle here, but then at the end, she's so, like, well, I think, angry and shocked. I think Eve was betrayed by Carolyn, even though we saw it coming. She didn't see it coming. And then she gets betrayed by Villanelle with the gun. So I think she's always going with what she thinks is the honest choice. Villanelle was needing her, so she was like, I'm going to stick with her, and she would defend me. So she really, really did believe that Villanelle needed her at the time, and she could be that person for her. Versus in the end, when she finds out she kind of had a plan of her own, that's when she snapped. I think that's what kind of makes her snap, is when she realized she can't trust you. Right. I I mean, yeah, I get it, sort of. Because... (laughs) I mean, to me, like, I get that she was mad at Villanelle or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's like, think about your situation. You have, like, all these hired assassin people after you. The government is not going to protect you. Um, Yeah, you killed this person, but he was legitimately strangling her. So it's kind of like... That's true. You know, and, or more importantly to me, I feel like you already know who Villanelle is, so why are you... I mean, I get it that you're a little mad or whatever, but to just be like... I'm out of here. And, you know, I thought that was a little bit um, 
out of character extra like yeah. to me i was like you should know something about who she is you right. studied her long enough you know who she is so you know she's not the honest abe or whatever so that part was kind of um i don't know i was the ending kind of surprised me when right. she flipped like that uh, so, you know, but it was good to see, or it's interesting to see, like, I agree with you, like, clearly the government had betrayed and used her, mm-hmm. and um, and she was going to go back for Villanelle, and it was interesting to see Villanelle do the same mm-hmm. with Constantine, right. you know, because he was like, here, you have the choice, and um, and she does go back for Villanelle, so that, I mean, for Eve, so that's kind of why I'm like, well, you know, she did come back for you, Yeah, you know? I think they both do choose each other, and the episode did show us that like when it comes down to it they do choose each other over a dying friend in the hallway or like a papa bear that's been like your boss for like ever but the writers have to make them end separately because that's what draws us in for all this episode like that's what we love we love when they're like just because imagine them together together they're great but i love when they're after each other like this cat and mouse game I get excited just watching them because it adds like that sexual tension and it's just like mm, spicy. that's true <laughs> I know I like them together though but before we move on to the next topic Delia has something great to tell you <laughs> yes we love you guys so much and we know that you guys love this show as well we just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in with us every week if you're watching me on iTunes or watching us on iTunes make sure you like and subscribe just click the red button and if you are listening to us on iTunes make sure you use a five star rating you guys it really does help us out we love hearing what you have to say and it truly means a lot for us to get to watch one of our favorite shows and talk to you guys about it exactly like comment subscribe all that good stuff because you're already here anyway give us a thumbs up you know so yeah Um, (laughs) thank you I love it I know I love that too Um, so okay so yeah so Villanelle chooses to go back for Eve and that was the thing that was was Eve trapped in the hotel room I wasn't really sure where she was anyway you know when when she when she finally confronts Raymond that's when I when it clicked for me that like oh okay he was the guy that was gonna Mm -hmm. um go meet with Aaron in the beginning so that was the picture that she saw um so you know so here's the thing so Constantine gave her the gun (laughs) And so I did wonder that, like, why is she not shooting him? Mm-hmm. So there was really no guarantee. I was surprised that she started fighting him because there was no guarantee, really, that Eve was even there, right? Right, right. That's a very good point. But I feel like it was, like, I, I really, really, like, shot-wise, the cinematography of this right. episode was amazing. The fact that, that he just had the axe there, I was like, oh, this turned into a horror movie really, really quickly. I just got right. shining vibes right away. But, yeah, you're right. Like, there was no guarantee that... Eve was gonna jump in. She, I think she maybe hoped, or maybe when he mentioned that Eve was around and maybe she's in one of these rooms, that it clicked to her. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about Eve. Right, like being around for sure. Right, right. But that was the thing. I was kind of like, well, is Eve in one of those rooms? Does he know? <laughs> Has he killed Eve already? Yeah. Why wouldn't he already kill Eve? Like, yeah. what is he waiting for? Like, you know. And uh, and really, he's going to let you have her and leave. Like, obviously, he's going to kill you both. So yeah. that part just seemed like, what? Um, <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And, then, and the axe, like, very great cinematography, but, like, 
so weird. I was like, does he just like hacking people? Like, what would be, you know? Yeah, he seemed like he was like a big dude that just like, it seemed like it was part of him, almost like Thor with his like, like hammer. It just was like, what is this like your weapon of choice? Right. To me, exactly. To me, as a cleanup killer type person, <laughs> yeah. I mean, an axe is just like so over the top, so messy, so disgusting. I was like, is he really going to hack Villanelle? Like, is that what he's trying to do yeah. right now? Uh, so that was interesting, their little fight scene. And so that was my initial thought, too, was because they just showed her getting the gun. So I was like, well, he has an axe and you have a gun. So just mm-hmm. shoot him. You know, mm-hmm. like, what's the what's the uh, what's the big deal? So that part was interesting. Um, I liked it, though. I I know the axe is too much, but I'm like. In a weird way, I was kind of craving more violence, even though I don't even well, no, know I was, why. I mean, yeah, no, I was okay. With the, <laughs> I was, I was like, okay why? with the violence part. Why am I just, craving more? I was just sort of like. I do feel like, to some extent, she took a really sh- a big chance, yeah. and she did want Eve to kind of be on her same plane mm-hmm. as a killer. Mm-hmm. So I do, because otherwise, it's like, why would you risk your life yeah. like that? Just, just because why did she start fighting him? Like mm-hmm. it didn't really make sense. Yes. But I agree that you know maybe under the belief or hope or you know the faith that you know Eve loves you and she's back there that she started fighting him. And I guess she always had the gun, so she could always like have pulled yeah. it out sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting because at the time she's like, Eve, do it. Uh, he was legitimately strangling her. Like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she was starting to go unconscious. So it was interesting. Why do you think it is that Eve paused at that moment? I think, well, I think the fact that when when she left Hugo, it was more of like a moment of like, I'm going to go save someone. Right. So seeing actually seeing Villanelle dying and her just being like, I don't know. It's like, it's an axe. Like, I can just see, like, a gun, maybe that's a little bit easier to just be like, I can handle this and shoot. But an axe, he explained it to her how it, how gruesome it was going to be. So, yeah, I would even have a hesitation. I didn't I didn't question Eve's hesitation there. I was like, <laughs> I was like it's a little weird. I was like, Eve, she's passing out. Like, but we need still, to make a decision, it's like, girl. A, it's like an axe. It's just like... Okay, like, I've only seen an axe used in, like, the Titanic to save Jack. That's the only time I've really seen it. I'm like, okay, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Where do you hit him? She hit him in the shoulder. She didn't know what she was doing, which is, like, perfect. It's a perfect description of how I would be, like, shaking and just like, okay, I'm going to save you. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I agree with that part. I mean, I was just like, okay. I mean, hit him already. So I was surprised that it took her that long to do the first blow because mm. Villanelle really was clearly like about to be dead so I was like okay Eve come on quit stalling but I mean I get it, it is grisly it is and I don't un- even understand why Eve doesn't carry a gun anyway it True. seems like in her line of work like when she was hiding under the bed <laughs> I was like you yeah. don't have a gun like yeah. what are you doing under the bed yeah, that's so very true. you know so sh- it's interesting because even though what she does is very dangerous mm-hmm. she doesn't seem like she seems more like the thinker person. Like anytime right. there's some sort of danger, she kind of spazzes a little bit, yeah. you know, because even when the person's like at the door, she's like, <laughs> what am I going to do? And I'm like, girl, aren't you an agent? Yeah. Like a special agent? Like, yeah. what are you, like, why aren't you doing something? Well, then again, she wasn't always, she was, remember she, when she got plucked over, she was in office, she worked in an office and she wasn't necessarily on the field. So she doesn't necessarily have like 
agent training per se. Yeah, well, if you're going to be in the field, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, at least need to have a weapon, girl. She does need some. to have some <laughs> lessons. <laughs> Carolyn should have Thank taught you. her a couple things. At least agree. send her out to the range a couple yeah. times or something. Because I was like, she's like a little bit too like, oh my God. And I'm like, girl, you're a special agent. At that point, I think even with a gun, the kickback would probably get her. It'd just be like... Well, unless she had one of those little baby guns. Like, that gun that yeah. Villanelle had was so cute. I was like, girl, you, you put that in the little pocket of your jumper. Like, that was a cute gun. Uh, I love that. I feel like I feel like this show is rubbing off on you. Just like, a cute gun is like what you're saying. Oh, it's a cute gun. You can just put it in your purse. Just I know. Exactly. <laughs> just, you know, it's not big and bulky. bulky. It. It's not going to be all loud. It's not like a Western. This is a nice little, you know, like, she, she just threw it in her pocket. Oh, Nobody knew. You know, Villanelle didn't, I mean, Eve didn't know until the very End. And she had a tight little outfit on, so she, it was like hid somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. So I was like, that's that's kind of you know uh, a cool thing, I guess. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, so she does. So Eve finally bites the bullet and hacks up Raymond. Um, which at this point, so let me ask you this: Do you think people there are going to be repercussions? Like Aaron's people are going to come after him, Aaron Peel? Well, I do think there's going to be problems for, for both of them at this point because I know Carolyn did offer Eve a save, a save, or just to like be okay or like not have her be attacked, right? Because that- yeah, because Carolyn was like, okay, there's a noose around your neck. I'm offering to save you, yeah. but I'm like, nobody liked Aaron. I mean, who's going to try to? You know, uh, overcome this vengeance. He's not anybody. Unless like, nobody likes him. Unless he's one of the 12. True. But I, I, it seemed like he wasn't. I it mean, seemed. unless he's one of the 12. The 12 were already after Villanelle. Why do they care? Nobody really, I think everybody, you know, uh, I think the 12 and the government, everybody wanted Aaron did. So right. they got Eve and Villanelle to do it. So I can see the 12 coming after her, but I don't really see Aaron's people. Because if Aaron dies, his sister gets it, right? Yeah, I guess so. You know? But I feel like Aaron's people were a little bit, I'm going to say weird. They're regard- definitely weird. Definitely but weird. I, I'm curious to see if there's any, I don't, I think it'll probably end with this season because yeah. I feel like definitely weird, but kind of like. He was an idiot. We hated him anyway. So, you know, yeah. I, I kind of, that's that's my feeling. Like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, get revenge for him. Unless they were, know. unless they feared him. And then he probably has this stuff that would just automatically be leaked out if something were to happen to him. Because he kind of seems like the mastermind that would kind of have a, like some sort of plan in place. Very true. Very true. So he might have one of those things in place that would like ruin people's lives. Maybe. And then maybe. But I feel I like the, the biggest threat would be Carolyn for me. To this like to this moment, I'm just like, why would I trust Carolyn? No, I would never trust her again. Just because I just don't know what to do. Exactly. She's on. It reminds me of those like um those spy movies where like you have to burn the spy or whatever. So you're like, okay, you send a spy yeah. out to kill another spy. Yeah. So I think I agree with you. I feel like if anyone's after Eve, it's probably going to be the government because Eve knows that they basically hired yeah. Villanelle to kill Aaron Peel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so she's actually a threat to the government for those reasons. So I feel like the government would be after her, even though they can say, oh, you know, we didn't, we told you not to kill him. We told you this and that. You know, I think that, you know. But like, she also doesn't have any protection. So even if, let's say, they were just going to get revenge for Aaron Peel. She doesn't have the protection per se. Right, exactly. So I think that was just the biggest thing. Is like, who's going to protect her even against Villanelle now towards the end? It's like, 
Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so all right. So we move into <laughs> so they're escaping, and uh, so she does actually kill Raymond. So finally, they're escaping together. Um, you know, and so that was interesting, and uh, you know, so they're going through the city and through the tunnels and stuff, and so it was so you know, it is nice. One thing I do like about this show is sort of the European. You get to see so many different European yeah. cities, and cinematography. the cinematography is so nice, and you know the different scenes are so great. Um, those ruins were beautiful. Those ruins, I know mm. that was so cool, so Amazing. cool. And so the question is, okay, so Aaron Peel is dead, Raymond is dead, so now you know they're on the run, um, and this is their first time, sort of like. As I guess in a relationship, like now they're finally together, mm-hmm. theoretically, and uh, but Eve starts to kind of spaz out, like she's yeah. still sort of um, stressed out or you know post traumatic stress syndrome over killing Raymond. Um, but how do you feel about her quick uh, sort of flip on Villanelle because Villanelle had that gun the whole time? So I I don't know if it was for the gun, but to me the way I felt the the flip was was almost as if someone took the blinders off of her for a second and was she just was realizing like all the things I've done for you and I thought I loved you, but like I think I feel like she it just came to a realization of how ludicrous she's been this entire season because she's almost was obsessive and like. It, it felt like she was almost in a trance with right. Lionel, and it's right. it's like almost as if she woke up and was like, "What am I doing? Like, what what what's happening to me?" It's it's like it was like a moment of just like, "Wait, what's happening?" And that's when I was like, "I can understand the flip from that perspective." I don't know if it was anything else besides that, but for me, that's why I was like, "Okay, that's she's just realizing that she's been crazy this entire time, and she's kind of like lost it." Ah, okay, okay, because I think I viewed it more like. She felt so betrayed by Villanelle having the gun and the fact that Villanelle basically wanted her to commit a murder. So Mm -hmm. she, too, would be a murderer and they would kind of be um, kind of on a level playing field, which I think, you know, in a weird way makes sense. Because if it's the whole time I'm the criminal and you're the cop, like that relationship is nowhere. But if it's like, okay, we're both on the run together, Mm -hmm. it's us against the world, I can see where Villanelle's perspective is in that. And that's the thing. If you do murder someone or if you're a murderer or whatever based on the novels that I've read (laughs) because I have not actually personally killed anybody but you want the person to have some skin in the game you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying so now you know uh, Eve has a murder or a death on her hands yeah Um, now clearly you know with self-defense or whatever she was protecting Villanelle so I don't think it's like you know gonna send her to jail or anything but now she knows what it's like to kill Mm -hmm. I think um and so I feel like she was so angry that Villanelle basically pushed her there. Yeah. But that's that. why she kind of flipped out. And um and that's the part where I'm like, but you know who Villanelle is. Don't act all surprised now, like you know what she's about. So that part was interesting. But it was interesting to see um, and then I was also like, weigh your options. Like, right. you need to be with her because... Right now you need protection. Yeah, everybody's least. gunning for you. You don't have a gun. We already know that. <laughs> and... um she planned just to go back through the tunnels? Is that what right, she was like? Right, like, what's the plan? I was like, I, 
personally, I was like, she went on that sushi date tonight. That's what she's going to do. She's going to date that hitman and keep it moving. That's what I, she's like, you know what? I met a hitman today. I have a hot date at six. This girl. So I'm going back to the hotel to meet my man. Yeah. So that's kind of what I thought she, her plan was. Because she's like, you know what you think? I don't have yeah. anybody, but I do. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go meet him right now. Yep. Danny or Donnie or whatever, whatever his, name, his is. name was. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go meet the hitman. Hit uh, so that was so interesting. And so then, um, and so that's when, you know, Villanelle yeah. says, you're mine. And I think she just started to question everything. She questioned, before she wasn't questioning Carolyn or like them having to work together nothing she was just happy to get the assignment where she could be closer to Villanelle and she was like all for it but I think the first lap of Carolyn and she coming to that and then hearing Villanelle daydream about them together and like have like almost this childlike relationship in her mind and she's like what do you like I think she just started to question like we're just gonna run and you know when you start questioning things you just start poking holes into everything that people are saying so I think it just woke her up yeah and I and I did like the part I will say this though I did like the part that it finally seemed like she was getting a little bit stronger mm-hmm. because it's like alright you got played by Carolyn you yeah. got played a little bit by Villanelle although neither one is really that surprising <laughs> And, um, but now, you know, so I like the fact that she was going to stand up, Yeah. but I was kind of like, where are you going, girl? Because mm-hmm. you have no place to go. Uh, so it, <laughs> it ends with her being shot. Yeah. Like at first I was like, oh, she didn't shoot her. And then when they show her down on the ground, I was like, dang. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think, I thought she shot like some pillar or yeah, something. Yeah. That's what I thought too. <laughs> like, that's what I, thought. I was like, I was like, okay, we always see this. And then it's like, they shot. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing about Villanelle. You love her. You get to feel like she's like the popular girl in school. You think you're good with her and like she's you're part of the crew and then she just dumps you whenever or like she just kind of like leaves you to be. So yeah. with Villanelle, I never know if I forget she's a killer. I forget she can hurt me. I forget all of that because I get so fascinated with her. Same thing as Eve. And she proved me wrong. She could just kill me. Well, well, two things. One is... um Eve's back was to her at the time. So, I don't know. The same way Eve hacked the guy in the shoulder. We know there's a third season. Right. You know, we get saved for predictions, but, like, you know, I don't really think she should yeah. shot to kill her as she could have. It's more like when Eve stabbed her. It was yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say it's the same ending, really, yeah. except they flipped it this time. I love so, it. which I thought was really, you know, really cool and a great way to, to wrap things up. And it was really interesting. So, yeah, so, you know, so she shot her, but, like, you know, I don't think she's dead. Uh, you know, we don't have to say predictions. I don't think she did. Uh, because, you know, Villanelle wasn't dead at the end of the last season. So, yeah. you know, unless it's going to be like killing Susan, what are we going to do? So right. I think Eve is going to be back. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but I will add more for predictions. But, uh, yeah, so that's this episode, yeah, you guys. Oh, my God. So can't wait to hear you all's theories on uh, on what's left to come or whatever. So let's move on to, um, since we were done with the episode, before we get out of here, we're going to do our special segment, Wonder Woman. Yes, girl. You tell us what who we got. All right, you guys. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go out with a blast. So these photos that are coming up on your screen now, um, 
these photos are actually current or maybe in the last eight years or so. So these um, photos are the dark world of Colombia's female assassins who carry out executions while pretending to be stay-at-home moms and some of them actually are. Like Latin America, Colombia? Yeah. Oh my God. So they're known as Sicarias (laughs) and they're hired to carry out contract killings by local gangs who believe no one will suspect them because they look so angelic. So uh, like for example, one picture is... um, like one of the people, there actually is a whole um, movie or documentary on them. And Camilla, twenty three, she's uh, committed six murders using her thirty eight caliber. That's the picture of the gun there. With some of her crimes even being carried out while she was pregnant with her second child. Mm-hmm. Um, then let's see, Monica, which is I think one of the other women in the photo, she was just twelve and pregnant when she committed her first murder, but unfortunately was killed during the filming of the documentary at the mm-hmm. age of eighteen. And um, and the eerie picture that we saw earlier captures Margarita, 73, who's photographed sitting by the bed guarding her shotgun. Nicknamed the witch, her job was to hide weapons for local gangsters. Yes. So, um, so, yeah, so they have so these are actually real life present day female assassins uh, that are killing people in Medellin. Yeah. You know, so uh, I'm yeah. Colombian and um, that actually started the Sicarios and uh, I, I know about the females but that's creative. It was actually started with Pablo Escobar. Exactly. Yeah, during exactly. the drug uh, the drug uh, wars. Exactly. So yeah. those wonderful uh, young Stay-at-home moms also. You can never trust anybody. <laughs> also will kill you <laughs> for the right price. Oh, my Lord. My Lord. All right. Well, Delia has some wonderful news and gossip for I us. do. So we all know that Jodie Comer is getting a lot of, you know, respect, and she just got her BAFTA awards. However, there is another actress. If you watch Glow, you know uh, Betty Gilpson, and she's constantly being mistaken for uh, Villanelle. Everyone oh, comes that's out so funny. Her and it's like, we love you on Killing Eve, and she's like, I'm not on that show. There's even a Twitter account dedicated to them looking alike. She's kind of hoping that the writers will somehow write her into the show as Villanelle's sister. Oh, that. I would be, be fun. So cool, I would be excited for that. <laughs> that is just so funny that she just gets all this praise and she's just like, it's not me, guys. It's not me. But Glow is great, too. Okay, great well, show. I will have to check out Glow. <laughs> I've not seen it as yeah. of yet. So very but cool. But they do very look cool. so much they alike. They do look alike. If you like, guys are listening to us on iTunes, make sure you go to the um, YouTube and we have pictures so you guys can see for sure of the article. Yeah, see. yeah. I think she, I think they do look. They alike. do look a lot alike. They I just thought alike. that was hilarious. That, that is funny. <laughs> you, you do such a good job. <laughs> yes, that does happen. I'd be like, thank you, and I just try to do the Russian accent. I wonder if she tries to do the different accents that Villanelle does. Exactly. Exactly. Does. Is she British or no? I think I don't know. I think she's American. Oh, okay. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe so that, she could be British. Who knows? But that's hilarious and funny. So. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. All right, so let's do some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, So what do you think is going to happen next season? I agree with you. I don't think Eve is technically dead. I do feel like I what I do see is trouble for Eve either from Carolyn or from Villanelle. That's who I see her being in trouble from kind of a threat if that makes sense my predictions are always a little bit wonky 
Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, no, I think, um, I agree with you. I think that we're going to come back sort of, um, maybe like this season, sort of right after she got shot or shortly thereafter. And I think maybe there'll be an episode of where, um, you know, a lot of those shows when like, the spy gets shot and then he's like in somebody's home getting nursed to health, some random secluded place. Like I think somebody's going to come across her and kind of bring her back to health. And then Carolyn or somebody is going to be like, oh, okay, we need you again. Right. And then it's going to be on. And then um, as for Villanelle, I mean, I think she's going to be, you know, maybe she'll be in Iceland. Maybe right. she'll be on a cruise. Like, I feel like she's going to take her money and run. And she will be on the run because the 12, I think, are, are after her. And so it'll be interesting to see how their paths cross right. next season. But I do feel like uh, after all of this, Eve is going to be, and being shot, she's going to have, like, this sort of, um, I don't want to do it anymore type thing. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, and I don't know, like yeah. Nico and Gemma and that whole thing with the Gemma being dead or murdered or whatever, which I actually thought um, Villanelle was going to mention that when she's mm. like, you can't go home because I killed your boy's girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> I thought she was going to say the that. The deleted scene that yeah. we saw with, yeah, Hugo, that was intense. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Hugo as well. So I don't know. Um, so we'll see. That'll be interesting to see who the team is. Next yeah. season, if mm-hmm. um, you know, and what goes on with that. Um, all right, you guys. Well, that wraps up our show tonight. So, thank you so much for joining us and come back next year, same place, same time. And, Delia, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Delia Gomez. All right, you guys. And I am your host, Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of your social media at Erica, E R I K A D as in door, Edwards. Ciao for now, you guys. Hi, guys. Like, subscribe, all the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.